Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Rowdy Podcast. I appreciate you joining us and coming back. Um, today is going to be an interesting episode. Uh, the primary focus of the episode will be just talking about the riots that took place uh, the last couple of days here in Minneapolis. Um, I was out last night filming some of the content for Rowdy Podcast uh, YouTube channel. I also want to cover the Oakdale Police Department First Amendment audit that I did uh, that turned into me looking into their unmarked squad cars and what those are used for. Uh, so I'll briefly touch on that. Uh, so stay tuned, stick around, and we'll unpack some of the stuff. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, first, let's talk about the uh, the Minnesota or Minneapolis protests that have turned into riots. Um, I'll start by reading just a, a quick snippet from uh, cbsnews.com. In the article, there's, there's a part that just recaps what happened, and then we'll kind of go from there. So it says, the video captured by Darnella Frazier begins with, with the man who is black, groaning and repeatedly saying, I can't breathe, to the officer who has his knee on the man's neck. The officer is white. Uh, the man pleads, please, I can't breathe, and continues to moan. An officer keeps insisting he get in the car while the man repeatedly says he can't. Um, then he says, my stomach hurts, my neck hurts, everything hurts. I need water or something. Please, please, I can't breathe, I can't breathe officer. I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Um, so the other thing that happened, too, is uh, there was people standing right there. Obviously, that's where the video comes from. But they were telling the officers that, that, that the man couldn't breathe, which is later found out to be George Floyd. Um, one of the person, one of the people says, uh, he's not responsive right now. He's not moving. Um, and so they, they keep talking to them. They, they were saying, uh, you just really killed that man, bro. Uh, so, so that was kind of what took place and what led up to all of this. I've watched the video as I'm sure many of you have. It is very, very graphic. Um, just in the sense that you know exactly what's happening. You know that the officer doesn't even look like he's trying to let up, um, you know, this one's pretty simple. The, the video doesn't lie. It's just a really bad situation. Um, that officer, uh, as well as three others, were fired. Um, and, and obviously, everyone from the mayor and chief of police in Minneapolis all the way up to President Trump have addressed this, saying that there needs to be more done. President Trump has ordered the Department of Justice to expedite things uh, just to move it along. Um, and get towards filing charges. Um, so they're expediting, looking into this matter. I think it's pretty clear. This cop has an issue. Um, I don't know if it has to do with with you know, him being white and, and George Floyd being black. That, honestly, to me, doesn't matter. I'm going to keep stressing this as much as possible. This is not a black versus white thing. This is civilians need to hold law enforcement, and elected officials accountable. We, we cannot keep looking at these matters as, as black versus white or, or anything else like that. This just needs to be a situation where we saw something very, very horrific. I would consider it personally murder, um, and I think most people would. So let's look at those facts. Let's address that. And let's hold those accountable. One thing that the mayor did say that I, I completely agree with, and I'll paraphrase it, but basically he said, if you or I did that, and he was pointing to the people within the press conference when he was speaking, he said, if you or I did that, we'd be in jail right now. So I'm still wondering why he's not in jail. 
I agree wholeheartedly. He he was the mayor was calling for uh, Hennepin County prosecutors to press charges on that officer and move forward. I agree 100%. There shouldn't be a delay in an officer who's broken the law. If anyone else goes to jail, that officer should go to jail right then and there. Handcuffs on, badge off, gun off, and and go. Um, I think, unfortunately, there's too many times that that doesn't happen. Now, I understand in a situation where there was a shooting, um, there's body cam footage that needs to be you know assessed, uh, statements need to be made, things like that. But, you know, we clearly see in the video um, who it was and what happened, how it went down. So just like anything else, the the idea to that we need more to charge them, I, I don't believe that. I, I don't agree with that. There's enough information right there to charge them. Um, and so that that's what I hope happens as well. I think everyone does. I don't think there's a single soul on any side of any argument that's ever been had in the past that disagrees with that. Um, I've talked to people who are police. They, they are like, yeah, there's nothing to excuse that. That is just poor, poor behavior, horrible actions on on those officers. The officers that stood around and didn't do anything. um, I mean, again, you are there to protect the public, to serve the public. So, you know, I think the biggest thing is that that, that case it's pretty simple. It's pretty cut and dry. I think we all kind of know what needs to happen. Hopefully that will happen sooner than later. And then in terms of the protests and the riots, you know, it, it's been starting out as protests during the day. And then in the evening time, it turns into riots. Uh, yesterday, I went down to Minneapolis. I was off of Lake and Hiawatha, uh, third precinct. If you watch the YouTube videos that I've done, the first video that I ever published on YouTube actually was a First Amendment audit in Minneapolis right around that precinct. That is one of the precincts that I went to um, to look around and do that audit. I personally didn't have any problems, and they passed that audit. Obviously, that's just a couple of officers that I've seen. Um, but that video actually shows that area before all this took place. And in the video that I'm, I'm getting ready to publish here, probably in the next hour, um, is going to have what it looks like now and what was happening there was a lot of flashbangs being thrown, um, uh, 40 millimeter uh, uh, chalk projectiles and rubber projectiles that were being shot at protesters who were throwing rocks. Uh, there was a lot of rocks being thrown, bottled of wa- bottles of water, uh, bottles of Gatorade. Uh, th- I saw one person throw a you know can of, I think it was like a corn or something like that. A lot of that stuff's on footage too. You can see that in the video. A lot of people cussing out the police, um, talking about how how terrible the situation was, asking the officers that were there uh, and just pulling that uh, riot control. Uh, they were asking them how they could live with themselves and, and how um, how they could allow their coworkers to do that, uh, et cetera. It, it was a very interesting thing to, to witness. I went down there just to capture uh, all of that information via video to post and and to just give more light to it, um, I think a lot of a lot of channels are show, showing quick snippets. This is a lot bigger than just uh, somebody editing and cutting. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of it out. Just just have the quick, you know, one minute, I guess, segment that shows some explosions and um, you know different things like that. 
so mine, I obviously edited. I was there for about two hours and I did have to edit it down because I wasn't going to put a video out for two hours. And then for whatever reason to Facebook or excuse me, YouTube wouldn't let me go live uh, from the scene. So I don't know. I got to work that out tonight. But uh, uh, I still I mean, I edited out a lot of the stuff that was was still very dramatic. Um, I, I couldn't tell you how many how many different flashbangs were were recorded, how many 40 millimeter rounds were shot at protesters. Um, there was kind of a, this give and, and take and, and back and forth between law enforcement and protesters. Originally, the protesters would move up to that corner and the officers had pushed from the third precinct, which is on the southwest side of the intersection. They had a line going from there all the way across the intersection and pretty much had most of the intersection blocked off up to the northeast side of the intersection um, and then later pulled back before they had pulled back they had seen that there was a, a group of protesters that had grabbed some sort of of uh, steel you know cage sides and brought that up to block projectiles and and some of the flashbangs that were being thrown in the crowd from there the police moved up and and grabbed those uh, kind of like a barricade so to speak they grabbed those and pulled those away from the protesters and they backed up um, and then after that, a short time later, they, they ended up retreating that line and pulling all the way back up to against the third precinct and creating a, a barricade there. Um, and then, of course, from that moment, everyone started to move in uh, to get closer to the precinct, still throwing rocks, bottles, all kinds of stuff. The big concern that I had was obviously I didn't want to get hit in the head with a rock or a glass bottle or, or something else. I've got videos of, of officers getting pegged right in the face uh, with bottles of stuff. Um, a lot of people getting maced, uh, things like that. I didn't see anyone get hit with the club or anything like that. Uh, they, they definitely had those those billy clubs there, but they I didn't see anyone get hit with them. Um, a lot of people were walking right up to the police and kind of just showing no fear. Uh, I watched people get maced right in the face. The tear gas probably was for me the the thing that sucked the most uh, because you know even though I'm not protesting uh, and, and and those kind of things that tear gas doesn't know that and it just floats with the wind um, so you know that kind of choked me up and I had to edit some of that out because I was just coughing so hard and I couldn't see my eyes were were watering pretty bad and I, the camera was really unsteady so um, you see parts of it leading up to that but I had to edit that out. Um, thinking about getting a gas mask that will uh that will help out with that so um you know it, it was just an interesting interesting experience you know you obviously see stuff like that in like ferguson on the news but when you go there and you feel how angry and violent that crowd is you know i've seen reports and people saying that 99 percent of the people out there were just protesting I, I can tell you right now that is not the case um in the footage that i have if you watch it long enough you can kind of see overall what is happening these aren't people that just are, are protesting. There is obviously, you know, a group chant going on several times within the video uh, and, and throughout the night, but a lot of it is people getting closer, pushing back and, and cussing out the police and, uh, and throwing rocks, throwing bottles. I mean, it, it was continuous. This wasn't like, you know, um, it wasn't like there was a couple people throwing rocks. I mean, there, it was just repeatedly over and over throughout the whole entire duration that I was there. And then, you know, as the police retreated back towards the precinct and circled the precinct, a bunch of people had already gone to Target and they grabbed a bunch of shopping carts and they built another barricade 
Um, they grabbed things like the cart return, the big cart return rack that sits in the parking lot. They grabbed one of those and brought it over. And then after a while, they moved all that even closer to the precinct and built. You know, so there was almost like a no man land uh, in between the police barricades and the, the riot barricades. And so people were behind that so they could take cover from uh, the police that were on the roof shooting 40 millimeter uh, uh, chalk rounds, as well as some of the different flashbangs and things like that. Um, and, and so it was just kind of madness. I didn't get shot. I didn't get hit with anything. Um, thankfully, uh, I was, again, just there to record. I had, you know, I did have a bulletproof vest on because there was reports of the night prior to people driving by and shooting. Um, and then I had a helmet on just in case, you know, bottles were coming in and I didn't want to get hit. Um, so I will probably go out there again tonight. Um, I don't know how much footage I will get because I also might, might be helping with some, some different, uh, protection work, but, um, not for the police, but for other people. Um, so anyways, uh, very interesting. Um, you know, it's sad to see all that. One of the things I would say, I obviously completely disagree with uh, burning your own city down, ruining your own businesses, looting and, and all the fires that were started. When I got home, um, I got home before AutoZone, which you can see in the video where I was in comparison to AutoZone. Um, I got home before all that started to burn. Um, and I had left because there was people that were now showing up with, with guns and I didn't know how it was going to go. So I just didn't want to be involved in, in the middle of that. Um, you know, and I, I remember telling my uh, significant other, I told her that this is going to be like Ferguson and sure enough throughout the night. I mean, I think there was 20 plus buildings that were lit on fire. Uh, and I think it, because of how frustrated everyone already is, um, everyone's been crammed inside a lot of loss of jobs a lot of frustration with the government already and with enforcing different laws about gatherings and you can't do this and you can't do that. I kind of think that not only were there already issues that the black community felt were, were important and, and other people in general, but then there's a lot of people who are just pissed off and looking for a reason to, to express their anger. And this was kind of the catalyst that has led to an extremely dangerous scenario. Um, you know, there was reports of shootings last night. I'm not sure how many there were, um, but I don't think it's going to get better really quick. I think, you know, people are pissed. Uh, and in this case, I think they have every right to be. Um, I just don't think it's going to help to ruin your own city. That's one of the things that really bugs me is I'm, I'm all about protesting, as everyone knows. I mean, I do all kinds of things, um, you know, in, in a way to express my rights. And I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of that, but now is not the time to, to just create damage to your own, to your own stores, you know, ruining time I mean, targets destroyed. Um, Cub foods was destroyed and looted so many businesses that affects the people within their community, their neighbors and the jobs that they have, you know, I, I just don't think that that's going to solve anything. I wish it was peaceful. I don't think that that's possible anymore. The precedent's been set. I mean, hopefully it, it does calm down. Obviously, I don't like seeing people get shot with 40 millimeter rounds. And, uh, you know, honestly, I would also say I don't like seeing cops get hit with rocks. I mean, we've got to figure out a way to, to work on things without without going down that path, because all it's going to lead to is more escalation and both sides using more force. Um, 
and, and that's just going to end up in in loss of of limb and life. So hopefully things calm down. We'll see. I'll be out there again tonight to to go over that. The next thing I want to get to just real briefly is talk about a video that I put up uh, a couple nights ago um, where I went out to Oakdale Police Department. I was originally doing a First Amendment audit. I had went to the, the Minnesota State Patrol headquarters or, or one of their offices that's part of the headquarters. And uh, there wasn't anything going on around there. Nobody was seemed to be at the office or, or having an issue or anything like that. So then I went down to Oakdale Police Department. Um, Officer Krager, or Kroger, uh, excuse me, um, was kind. He came out. You know, we, we did have a discussion. I had noticed that there was a white Suburban that was unmarked, looked older, um, didn't have like a computer mount in it, but it did, you know, have all the other bells and whistles, so to speak, on the outside that would look like a law enforcement vehicle and lights and, and uh, sirens. So, um, I, you know, I kind of thought, well, that's weird. I wonder if we have a, a statue that kind of covers what law enforcement's allowed to have in terms of vehicles like that. Because if they're pulling people over in those vehicles, they're setting a precedent that you shouldn't necessarily expect it to be a marked squad car in any way, shape, or form. You should expect it to be any type of vehicle or or whatever. And, you know, that then makes civilians start to pull over for those things and, and allows police impersonators to do really bad things to people, uh, particularly women. Um, and so, that, you know, there's reasons why those laws are on the books in a lot of states. So I ended up looking it up and did find that you can't use those vehicles for traffic enforcement. Enforcement Those aren't the those can't be the purpose of those vehicles. Um, and so then I did a call with the captain to make sure. Uh, and I, I pressed on these issues and some people may not agree with how I did it and they, they maybe don't understand. But when you're when you're talking to somebody and you're trying to get the truth, you want to start from a place where, number one, they feel like you can have a discussion um, and you got to test if firmness works or if if maybe just playing stupid works. And so that's what I did. Um, and also, I, I have a genuine inquiry about these things. And and so I just kind of went with that basis and tried to ask questions, the same question in different ways to see what the answers were. So now I have a foundation of what the department says they use their vehicles for, what's supposed to, what the vehicles are supposed to, to be actually equipped with working. Um, and so they say that the lights don't work. Um, you know, Captain Latour said that the lights have been disconnected. I asked if, if there was some sort of paperwork that backs that up. And she said there was. Um, so, you know, I'm going to do a FOIA request just to make sure everything she said is on the up and up. Um, hopefully it is right. And these are used for just transportation and lights are disconnected and the sirens are disconnected and they're not pulling people over uh, with those vehicles. If that's the case and great, then we're, then we're golden and I'm happy. And that will be a 100% a, a pass. So again, sometimes I follow these, these trails to see what's happening and unpack that and then if they if everything adds up and it works out then then that's a good thing we should celebrate that 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 department is doing the right thing they're being professional they're keeping their paperwork squared away they're following the law that's what i'm out there looking at and i'm not going to just show the bad stuff i want to also show the good stuff and i want to show how that process happens um so that's why that video was posted that's why i think it's important I think other people will also find it interesting how I do stuff. I want uh, everyone from law enforcement to to civilians to see how I'm I'm trying to do these things and and, and I'm learning as I go too. Uh, but everyone can kind of see how that works and then understand the overall goal as more and more videos come out. Because again, I don't want to just post videos where 
you know, oh, cops are bad. Look what happened. There is plenty of that. Don't get me wrong. There are there are occasions that you've already seen and that are coming up, uh, you know, that will happen. Um, and I'm going to post those. I'm not going to hide those either. Um, but I also I also just want to make sure that we're really transparent um, in what we're putting out. And I'm, I'm starting to to add more people and hopefully um, we'll get more videos and, and, and go from there. So uh, kind of that that's it for today. Hopefully everybody's having a decent day. Hopefully things in Minneapolis calm down. And lastly, hopefully I can get my my live my live uh, recording to work on YouTube. Um, so anyways, with that all being said, everybody be safe. Be careful. God bless you. God bless the U.S. Don't forget to exercise your rights and stay safe. Bye.